There is a spoiler at the end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess I just kind of threw it, tossed out a pretty big one. <laughs> what? That kind of. Welcome back. If that didn't give it away, there are spoilers ahead. That said, by the time this episode comes out, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will be available on Disney+. You have been warned, and we hope you have a good time. I almost saw this with my wife, who loves Paul Rudd. You know, because he's funny, and she's not super into superhero movies, but... She liked the first Ant-Man because it was funny. And I said, well, I, but the trailers for Quantum Mania were insane. Like there was a few like quippy things, but for the most part, it was Kang the Conqueror, Kang conquering Kang style, Gangnam style. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so the trailers were like intense and it made me think that you needed to watch every Marvel movie ever. It did for some reason it, it, to understand it, it, anything. Yeah. So yeah. I was a little worried going into the movie that it was going to be more serious and Paul Rudd wasn't going to get to be silly. And But it was. He got to be silly and it was awesome. I liked that it was goofy. I liked that Modoc was a giant floating head. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was Bryce. Spoilers. I mean, it's Modoc. Yeah. If you know Modoc's in the movie, me saying he's a giant floating head is not a spoiler. Yeah. Um, and what's his name? Did I get it right? Is it? Uh, I should have information in front of me. Huh? What? What's it? Oh, the person. What's in his name? The head? That is a spoiler. The, the person whose head it is. Okay. I know. Okay. That, that's a spoiler. Okay. Should we should we hold off on spoilers? Hold off on that a little bit, just for a little. Okay. Okay. Just for a little. Uh, but I do want to say that this movie had a lot of funny moments, and then it did. Yeah. It had some serious beats, some heart to it. Anything with Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, and his daughter is awesome. Yes. I really like that. Uh, I like. There are ants in the movie. The ants are awesome. Yes. It's just a really cool movie. But when I described it to somebody the other day, I said it was like Marvel's first fantasy epic. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of like Avatar-esque scenes of them flying mm. around on weird creatures. Oh, and yeah. giant like landscape shots. Yeah, almost. And with if, if I can interject, did you get a little bit of like with the colors to some extent like some of that avatar but also a little bit of like steven spielberg like close encounters a little yeah, bit it was very I, yeah. fantasy mm-hmm. it was like sci-fi. a fantasy movie yeah yeah well less sci-fi than fantasy because a, a lot of marvel sci-fi that's true that's true i guess like, it was like high, know, it's like high concept sci-fi and aliens and stuff but yeah yeah there was some sci-fi. I'm not going to say there wasn't any, but it felt yeah. more fantasy to me. Yeah. For I once. Like that. What'd you think of Kang? I like it. I Well, I think I only like Kang because I, I watched Loki. Mm-hmm. And just this idea that there's like thousands of him. Yes. Running around, causing trouble, doing different weird things. Um, 
I'm a little interested in where MC, like how long the MCU is going to milk Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> it's already been two storylines that's him. And both of those in both of those storylines he dies. So it's going to go somewhere completely different. Uh, yeah. There is a spoiler at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um which I guess I just kind of threw it tossed out a pretty big one. <laughs> what? Which is he dies. That Kang oh, dies. Okay. Yeah. And like the next Marvel movie is Kang Dynasty. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I haven't even <laughs> I can like, cut it out if we want. But I mean it had to be. Yeah. He's just showing up everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I think uh even even for me who hadn't really read those books growing up or anything uh doing a little bit of research like i think i knew that it was kind of going where it seems like it's going in loki like oh kang what's kang and then i kind of looked it up a little bit like okay he's a big character or at least like in loki i I went back and rewatched it i don't even think he says who he is oh he just keeps saying like i'll return Many okay. of me were fighting. There was a war, but I don't think he ever says his name. Maybe it was nerds on YouTube saying like, "Oh, that's oh yeah, Kang, definitely nerds on YouTube." Like, yeah. This is Kang I, the Conqueror. I remember that. Yeah, right. Um, but this time he definitely says, "I really liked Kang." I do too. I just don't know if I'm going to get bored. I think it would get boring if if they let. <laughs> it's hard to. Get... Hard not to go into. Well, let's. Can we say spoilers now? Sure. Well, I mean, what were your initial thoughts or feelings? Okay, that sounds good. Um, and to to satisfy that cliffhanger a little bit, I'll just say I really love Jonathan Majors as Kang. I don't. Again, just one of my favorite parts of like watching the movie was when he's on screen. Uh, like he's a. I don't really know him as an actor i know he's like in the new creed movie i don't think i've seen him before any of this um outside of loki very believable anyway you could believe he could subdue an entire universe yes yeah yeah, yeah. oh gosh yeah he's so jacked uh and so menacing <laughs> like uh and not like cgi jacked like uh regular but they don't play him as jacked in any of the they MCU don't. Stuff. He only has one scene where like one of his sleeves is missing. Um, yeah, it's mostly that he's a genius or something. Let me throw a couple quick things I do like. Uh, just out of nowhere, uh, I love that um, Janet Van Dyne. Um, I like the weight she carried to everything. It got me like 80% of the way there to care about the things that they were talking about. Um, I like love. I think she's okay. Like it kind of got me I mean, there in the movie. The, the thing I liked most about her is that she had a side fling with Bill Murray, and <laughs> it's pretty. Who's always I, playing Bill Murray? Yes, exactly right. And it was it was a great little cameo. Um, I thought that was cool. Uh, I'm a fan of William Jackson Harper, who plays the guy who uh his head forehead lights up okay uh, and he can yeah. read minds i'm, I'm just a yeah. fan of him and i think he does good in everything he, pretty minimal role but um i liked seeing him 
uh, in this. All the weird gooey creatures I thought were hilarious and so fitting for such a silly little saga of Ant-Man, you know? Um, especially when they do the charge and the only thing you can look at is the, the gooey guy bopping around. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, I love that stuff. And I'm trying not to go into plot stuff, uh, but like uh, a couple things I really didn't love. Um, <sighs> Here goes Tim tearing the plot, down the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, I didn't like the plot, the story, the actors, the, oh, the color grading. <laughs> um, I love Paul Rudd. I think he's great. I love Evangeline Lilly. She's great. Uh, the uh, their, the daughter was awesome. Cass- uh, Cassandra Lang. Um, I'm even looking Cassie. at the character list. Cassie, yes. I really like her. She's very good. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my bone there. It seemed like that family dynamic was really nice. They They really led with that in the beginning, but it seemed like those characters really kind of take a backseat to the entire movie, which is mostly about Kang and Janet. Um, there's, there's a good amount of screen time with Paul Rudd, who again, I love. Um, I don't know. It seemed like the forefront was Kang's story and that was, that's cool. But like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I was really missing like Michael Pena's character and like the, the goofballs, doing heists and stuff i really missed that from the first two yeah, it's not a heist movie that's right um and they but they played they both uh that whole crew like like scott's crew played such a large role um in in those two movies it seemed like it's i felt like it was missing um yeah i don't know what they would I, do in this setting <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I don't. I don't think there was anything for them to do, and I get it. Yeah. I wish they would have had a, like a cameo at the end or something. Like, I don't yeah, know. that makes sense. Just a th- just a throw because it's the tr- it's the cap off to the trilogy. I mean, maybe they'll do another one, but this is their third. This is the big finale of Ant Man to some degree. Maybe, maybe not. But like, <sighs> yeah. felt like uh, felt like Michael Pena should have been there. But anyway, um, there was some other cool cameos and some other cool stuff going on. So yeah, what didn't you like? Uh, I feel like I'm going to be a real downer with this one. There was a few scenes. Let me, let me stop and say one more time that I love Paul Rudd <laughs> and maybe even to, sim- to have a similar sentiment towards him that uh, your wife does. Um, a friend, good friend of mine says that I am Paul Rudd, not in the sexiest man alive way, but in like this sort of like uh likable dork way. <laughs> and, uh, I just didn't really, when he would get angry or like he was supposed to be the imposing hero, I just didn't buy it. And maybe that's the point because he's kind of a dork. But like uh, when he's like, gang, we had an agreement or whatever it was. <laughs> but uh, it just seemed like it, he wasn't playing it jokey and he wasn't really going full anger. It just seemed kind of like, eh, somebody put that in the script and they just had to get it. I don't know. All right, all right. I think that's that kind of petty, that, but yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> it was like the climax of the movie. I mean, maybe if, if you if you're gonna call it that, I guess it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> He's sixty feet tall, kicking spaceships. It should have it should have had passion. But I, although I, I, I think it had passion. I mean, it's you're just tearing into Paul Rudd. 
comparatively to other instances where characters have passion in movies. I just didn't get, it just didn't get me there. Well, it wasn't however, a love scene. However, no, I mean like Pat, like passionate, like, like fierce anger. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he would have just half-heartedly asked for his kid back. Who's to say, but <laughs> I feel like maybe it was intentional and because I don't know if you noticed this or if I was reading into it, because now we'll get into some spoilers. Uh, at one point, Cassie grows into giant Cassie, and they're both like kicking spaceships and, and stuff, and it's awesome. And it seems like they talk a little slowly. Like, when because they're, they're like, yeah. Like it's kind I think it's hard of for them to lethargic. Yeah. Like like the whole thing takes a lot out of them. So it's like they emphasize that like it's really difficult to do that. I'm very hungry. I don't know. I might be going too far, but No, maybe I don't think so. I think that's like one of the main points of uh, Ant Man two. Yeah. Is well, and maybe, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that, Scott. You shouldn't be making yourself right. a skyscraper. That's not what we're supposed to be doing with this. That's right. That's right. And many times I wonder, like, oh, this is awful. And I do think that uh, that may have played a large role in my feelings about Paul Rudd's big giant passion moment, because he does really like. Uh, he 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 goes pretty hard when he's uh at the end when he's like fist fighting Kang. Um. And uh, you mean getting his face beat in? Yes, by yeah, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> He's like a tank. Um, I think uh, Kang is gonna ruin Creed three for me because uh, Kang is kind of silly. Oh, is that what you got? I interesting. No, just in general, like um, like the Kang with Loki is really silly. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah, he's he's a little bit more of a like nerd. he's like a little bit of a aloof god goof. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's like, in isolation. Ooh. Is he? Um, he is. I I just rewatched that episode because. Oh, okay. I, I, I wanted done, to like I have, have that. that Kang in my mind, but we never reviewed yeah, Loki, he's, and he's just crazy bored. And I think he's we, gone a little insane yeah. in that storyline. So he's like, "Oh, you're going to get me!" Ooh. Yeah, he's lost his mind a bit. <laughs> and yeah. That's so. I think that that's gonna ruin Creed three for me because I'm just gonna I have him, a picture of his yeah. face in my head going. <laughs> Were we on break or something from the podcast when Loki came out? Because I remember you and I couldn't stop talking about that show, and then we just didn't do a. Uh, I don't. Or did I don't we? know. I think either we were on break or we were like super recording. And it just and we, wasn't we were, done yet. So we, we were doing a lot of shows. We were trying to do a lot of shows then too. I think that I think the show wasn't done, so we didn't do it. I see. Gosh, it was really good though. I, I should rewatch it. I got uh, one more complaint, and then I'm done. Of course I'm, you do. Go I'm done. Ahead. Wh- what <laughs> else is wrong with the movie? <laughs> I'm done whining after this. So again, I love Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and Evangeline Lilly. Everyone that works I, on the movie should should quit. And I love everyone. I love everyone in this. Uh, Modoc included. I loved the character arc of not being a dick. Uh, that's like literally his entire thing. <laughs> Just hilarious. Um, 
I thought there were a few places where the writing seemed a little lazy or it just didn't feel Ooh. like the chemistry. It didn't seem like the chemistry was there for what was written. Does that, does that make sense to you? I don't necessarily. I mean, don't know that I would have said it that way. I don't know if I know if I, if I mean it plot wise, I think I mean just dialogue wise. Well, I didn't. Okay. You've done enough of the heavy lifting of things you didn't like. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, and that's also the, talk the, about seeing a list. man in a bar, read a comic, hearing you say <laughs> things you don't like about a movie was very bizarre. I didn't like anything that Janet said or did. I'd, it was it was the performance I didn't like. Plus, I didn't believe the character seemed abnormally withholding about something that doesn't make any sense to withhold about. Yeah, it seems like it should be the first thing you talked about. Yeah, I mean, but then she didn't. They tell. all just experienced half the universe disappearing. It's not that weird to talk yeah. about a guy named Kang who oh, took over one mm. like little world. Good point. Um, wow. Yeah. Come on. And like yeah. the the I want to say there's a few things like that too. Yeah, I mean there's all kinds of weird things going on in Marvel. Uh plus mm-hmm. they're ants. Like they shrink themselves. It's not that weird. I mean, I get that she had yeah. some guilt, but why that much? I don't understand. Because of Bill I, Murray. It just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, and that was the whole deal. Mm. Like for that's right, thirty yeah. to forty minutes of the movie I was everyone we just, going, "What's going on, Janet?" And she's like, "I'm not. I'll tell you later. Just, <laughs> we can't talk." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it's true. The and, whole time, and everyone I didn't watching say the anything. movie, everyone watching the movie is like, "It's Kang." She's like, "Right, right. We already I mean, know it's Kang. We all yeah. know." And yeah. she just, I'm like, "What do you? T- just get it out and be done." Yeah, I, I mean, like, that, oh, I accidentally helped Kang because. I didn't know he was Kang. I didn't know he was so bad. Um, I did a perfectly oops. reasonable thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like they and they kind of wrap I it did up that way. Literally every other character would have done. And yeah. now I, I'm the worst person ever. Oh, plus I slept with Bill Murray. Yes. And he did to which to uh, Hank that, Pym uh, is like, hey, well, you know, we all we all slept with people. <laughs> he gets yeah, he gets uh, real defensive at first. He's like, yeah, I guess I did the same thing. Yeah, so I didn't like anything with Janet. I actually don't like Janet as a character at all. I wish she would go back to the just being conned. I feel like uh, if I just one thought about that, I I kind of felt the same way. I I, I like that it kind of pushed it into a little bit of drama, but I just never quite got a hundred percent there with her. And I feel like they use Michelle Pfeiffer in the same way they used. Um, bear with me. There's a bear with you. There's a bear with me. Um, in the same way they used Nicole Kidman in Aquaman. Cool. Pretty cool. Like uh, like classic. Michelle Pfeiffer was Catwoman. Like pro- probably my favorite iteration of it. All right. Um, she's amazing. But it just didn't seem like it was. It's like, It was like almost there. Almost could have been cool. <laughs> and it just really. I don't know. You're left kind of sitting outside the story at that point. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't, I don't like her. I don't like yeah. her. I don't think she's needed. I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. So there's that. But uh, yeah, there are some of the other dialogue I feel like didn't land. 
the don't be a dick stuff with Modoc seemed kind of forced. Oh, I, I, uh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, it was funny. It was like Thor Ragnarok funny. Yes, it, it felt like Ant Man one, like kind of goofy. Uh, I don't. I feel like all the humor in Ant Man one is more organic. Yeah, it's because he got like they're goofy people. But this was making Modoc a not a not goofy entity. Like in general, I mean, he is goofy in that he's a giant head with little feet. Uh, but like, <laughs> just now noticing the personality-wise, he's not known to be goofy. Uh, it, right? Um, yeah, it could and have been like a lot more forcing medicine, that on medicine. him. Like, oh, I am a dick. It was a like, little. I don't yeah. know. I, it just didn't quite land with me. They could have gotten. Uh, There's some other moments like that where they and like little quips that I didn't like. I'm just in general of the two of us. I'm more forgiving. Uh, yeah. So I, I over, I just looked through all these things. Yeah. You can see the value beyond the, I, I, the imperfections. Yeah. I mean, I looked at this and I said, this is <laughs> a thousand hardworking individuals coming <laughs> together to make a beautiful thing. Oh, you better believe I sat through those, the, the 45 minute credits <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just to watch the 10 second uh, after credit sequence. Yeah. Which was? I'll leave it to you. Did you stay for the whole thing? The Council of Kang. Yes. Or wait. That was the first one. Yeah. I don't, what was the second one? I don't remember. Uh, that one was. Uh, it's uh, Loki and Owen Wilson. Oh, right. Yeah. At some, and like the old time. It's like they're in the, it's like the 1800s or something. Kang's like a magician or something. And it's. Uh, yeah or like a science expo or something yeah i love yeah i was actually gonna bring that up and ask you where i had seen that oh right Um, (laughs) well you 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 watched this movie a couple weeks ago yeah so i remembered that scene with yeah the tva yeah Uh, it's yes i want i want that to can even though didn't they destroy all that no it came back well and i mean there's millions of branches now so there's probably oh, like right, yeah now of it's a, okay can we can we segue a little bit out of this and talk about what the hell is going on in this movie <laughs> like okay so kang was excommunicated from all the other kangs because he he wanted to stop them from creating splits in the multiverse or par- like did he he wanted to reconcile the timeline is that right no he just wanted to rule them all oh he was an extra jerky king yeah because I, I got that he was destroying everything and he was conquer yeah he, he made a very big dis- distinction he didn't he was he's a conqueror he's not he's here he's to, not cool with the council of kang right he's rick c137 oh cool yeah i like that reference yeah i mean so, so um, he's he's the one that's like Nah, I'm not playing well with your Council of Kang. Yeah. And they were like, well, then you're going to the microverse. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so what I'm is that? stuck in Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, so he was excommunicated. His goal, was his goal to remake everything or to conquer everything to bring order to it? His goal and in he, the movie? He, Cause he, no, 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 just in general with his life. Cause he kept saying like, I'm the, 
It was very Thanos-y, like I'm the only one who understands. No one can see time like I do. So this is what I have to do. Yeah, he's just and then, a, he just and then wants an, to conquer yeah. everything. I mean, yeah. He's I, a megalomaniac. Yes. Well, no, I don't I think deep down I think that's probably the truth to some degree, but like it, he's a megalomaniac and it doesn't he doesn't just want to be the number one. He wants to he but he believes he's the he is the one to solve the multiverse's problems. <laughs> like Oh well, yeah, but that's what all yeah. the yeah. Yes, yeah. all bad guys think that they're not bad. Yes. yes. Um which there's some cool philosophical ideas in there, but they never really go into it. Like, is there is there a being that is successful in that, but does it in a benevolent way? And is that God? I don't know. Like, there's there's no, layers the to that that they can explore. All. Yeah, right, right. I know. I know. There's a character yeah. in Marvel yes, yes. Uh, that identifies with that, but like, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna go. Maybe they will go there. Well, they have to eventually. Yeah. I hope. I mean, they do. they're going to run. It's just going to be. They're going to run out of mythology. They're just going to gonna zoom out, and it's just going to be Stanley. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'd take it. Yeah. So we've met two Kang. Yeah. I mean, re- like, really met yes. them. Really, we got to know them. But I, I think the one from Loki is the first, or like the first in our series of Kang Mm -hmm. like Loki broke it and then I think all these other Kangs that was going to be my next question was because remember at the end of Loki all the timelines the timeline starts to split that's what and that's exactly what Kang in Loki said would happen he said yeah if you kill me and this goes off the rails there's going to be lots of me that's why I was at that's why I came to the question is the Kang in Quantumania is he kind of even though he's doing it in a, he's using terrorism basically uh to or or uh some he's using like a fascist ideal system to to carry out this but is he trying to do the same thing he's trying to i don't think he's he destroying he he, he the makes, dimensions he, i think he's conquering them he makes mention that the the council of kang or whatever it is is was were the ones responsible for splitting like fracturing the timeline or something. I can't remember exactly how he says it. Um, but he doesn't care. He, he doesn't. He just wants to conquer everything and be in charge. I yeah, can't. I mean, he's the. He explain. He goes real deep into it, and but it's in the middle of like Cassie be, being captured and Scott trying to figure it out. You know. Yeah, I remember it being all vagaries of Kang nonsense. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the same way that he was talking in Loki. That's what I mean. Like he oh, shows, like a, he shows similar of... imagery. Yeah, I mean they're all the same. <laughs> they're all the, they're the same guy. I mean, like they're right. the same. Well, they're variations of, of each Kang. other who made different they're variations, decisions, but they all they're all conquerors, except is... for the first one, except for the one in Loki, right? Because he was the one no, trying to hold did. it together, and he lived in isolation. No, no, no. He destroyed them all. Isolated the original. He destroyed it all. Uh, with the oh uh, okay okay I think I'm getting it the uh, Loki Kang discovered an entity that could eat like dimensional matter <laughs> set it loose on all the other time streams until he isolated just his and, and then prevented. created the TVA to keep 
more time streams to prevent developing. variations. Oh, okay. So okay, so bef- they are yeah. the same. The two are they, their goals were the same. Was the, no, which well, is in different uh, ways. Yeah, they all want to conquer keep, all the dimensions, but they want to unify. They want one time stream instead no. of the one from Ant Man Quantum Mania wants to rule them all. He doesn't want to make get okay. rid of them all. I see. Because he says he's done it multiple times. Like he's ruled. He's a oh. builder. He's a conqueror and a builder. Right, right, right. He, and he's dealt like, with the Avengers. He wasn't just trying to destroy where yeah. he was. He was, you know. I see. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, it's Kang. It's all nonsense. I guess I didn't have to rewatch the last episode of Loki. Because I'm sure there's a lot there. He, he, seemed, he like, seemed like a good guy. But like, and then out of nowhere, it kind of turns towards the end of his monologue. Like, oh shit, I think he just maybe killed everybody. Um, or at least... A billion versions of everybody. Yeah, what well, showed pretty early. I mean, Loki's like, that's the whole thing is that he's been yeah. killing variants over and over and over again. That's yeah, that is crazy. I still had a good time watching it. I'm glad I went. Even to the though movies. you didn't like the movie, <laughs> even though I hate Paul Rudd and stupid Evangeline Lilly and that idiot Michael Douglas uh no <laughs> Michael Douglas I, I kind of thought it was cool when he rode up with the ants even though it was very silly <laughs> I'm like oh, oh by the hey, way here here are these Mikey ants Dougie. they're like super intelligent ants now um <laughs> and it's, it. they're solving all our problems <laughs> <laughs> right it, you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of, and I now I've never read the book but in Return of the King uh Lord of the Rings in the movie it's like everything the entire like three hours is leading up to this well the entire first two hours is leading up to this moment and then a bunch of ghosts just wash everything away it t- and it takes about three minutes and then they say yeah, goodbye I 45 thought, times i always felt like a lot of this was unnecessary just just send the ghosts <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> they can't be harmed they can't be killed yeah. like and, and and lord of the rings i i like that aspect of it but it's just a it's a, it's very convenient and it doesn't seem like it carries much weight other than just a mechanism to uh finish the battle yeah i mean really should have sent them to just to mordor yeah. mordor <laughs> yeah that would have been mu- much wiser um yeah probably you two could, birds with one stone hand actually them, hand them the ring just yeah, you, you can only you guys... complete your oath if you take this ring and throw it in the mountain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I bet the ghost of... would be like, "Sweet, that's what a bunch easy. of yeah, you're like yeah, easiest payday I've ever had." What a bunch yeah. of idiots! Why didn't they do that? <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you had a good time, subscribe, rate, write a review, or reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at Cinema Forty Four Podcast if you want to say hello. We also have a website, cinema44podcast.com, and there are some cool new updates on the horizon over there, so keep an eye out for that. Thanks again, Godspeed, and take care.